Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, uh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, hour. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound. Another great episode of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, Big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? I'm two minutes in and you're already lying to the people. A great episode, Breaker. A great... I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to make it a great episode. I'll do everything I can, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, not a whole lot, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well, what's, what's what's going on with you, bud? Oh, it's good for you to chime in there. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, we, actually, last week we recorded a second episode, which is something we're probably going to do from time to time just to save us from having to record yep. all the time. But we, we, we're going to shelve that for a week or two, maybe. And because this week we wanted to record a new episode because uh, it's kind of a, a, a wild week in the world of wrestling. We, uh, we lost Jay Briscoe this mm -hmm. week uh, of the Briscoe Brothers from Ring of Honor and... Uh, Turned out to be a car accident. Dude, just unbelievably sad yeah. situation when you hear that news. And then I know um, he has two daughters in the truck with him, I is my understanding. And one of them was going to surgery for, you know, paralysis, hoping to, you know, build, hoping for her to be able to walk again. So it's a really mm. sad, sad situation. I haven't heard any news on that. I know one they said was, very badly injured, but stable. And the other one they were putting into emergency surgery. So, oh man, I mean, just absolutely the worst news you could get, right? As a yeah. wrestling fan, to hear that, it's like, wait, what? Like, I didn't even hear about the daughters. Yeah, I uh, I did some digging, and um, my understanding on the wreck, if if anyone didn't hear, he was in a, he was in a truck, a Silverado truck, and uh, they were with him. Mm -hmm. He did not have a seatbelt on, and a lady swerved into his lane, and they hit head on. Oh God. Um, she had a seatbelt on the other driver. He didn't, but his daughters were buckled up and uh, apparently both drivers were more or less killed on impact. Jeez. And, uh, one of the daughters, I guess like was like, at the time paralyzed. And I don't know if that's going to stick. I don't know the specifics. And the other one was badly injured, but stable. Um, car wrecks suck, man. I mean, it's just, I go back to, um, you know, back almost like 10 years ago now, um, I got a call an early morning and I feel like nowadays when you get a call, it's almost like this, this isn't good news. Yeah. You're, you know, something's wrong. And it was from John Webb about, you know, Jack Gamble mm -hmm. and the family being in a car wreck. And I was just waiting for him to say they didn't make it or something. And luckily he's like, no, they're, they're okay. You know, they're stable right now, but it's not looking good. Yeah. And the fact that they are all still, with us and okay. It's a miracle. If you've seen those pictures, it's a miracle. The way I would describe their car when I first saw it, it looked like back in the 90s when you'd watch monster truck rallies, how they have the beater cars get smashed by yeah. like Bigfoot or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like yeah. to me. It was just like. Like it looks like it was almost in one of the compactors. Yeah. yeah. And, and how they were able to, I mean, 
unbelievable. Yeah. And Riley, their daughter, was only a few months old at the time. I think she was baby, essentially. So car wrecks are scary. Yeah, they are. And it's just one of those things that just, uh, I think it's a reminder that things can happen very, very quickly. And I don't know the circumstances. I I had heard at one point that they were going to look into if there was alcohol involved from that other driver. Because I don't know the specifics of what happened other than she just ran into the wrong lane. And just, a it's a, I don't know, man, terrible situation. It could have been as simple as she looked down at her phone for a second. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is gotta pay attention when you're driving because shit like that can happen yeah it's um i don't know man i just it was such a shocking thing to hear and uh, because i mean he was a year older than we are yeah yeah he's legit our age young guy and i felt like his best days were yet to come he Mm -hmm. was real i I know the matches with ftr really were like getting people talking and you know the briscoes i remember the first time i saw them like I think, like oh, these guys are good, but I don't, I don't know if I get it. And then as they kind of evolved, I'm like, there's something to these guys. Like they're just, they're so different. Well, and I don't know about you, but I found out about them, um, and this is going to make more sense here in a second. But before the Usos, like, are who they are now. Like when they started wearing face paint, like that was around the time I first started hearing about the Briscoes. And then all of a sudden, the Usos kind of replicate their gimmick on WWE. Mm. And so, like, I feel like the Briscoes are vastly responsible for how great the Usos are right I now. I never made that connection, but that you're absolutely right. Like, they kind of took their persona and put it the WWE stamp on it. And, like, just the intensity, the, the way they talk. I mean, it's very much the way the Briscoes are, except the Briscoes are, like, the country version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... I love I love their promos like they're and, and I never really got to see a lot of their matches because I mean I've like never really been an ROH guy and I know they did a lot of indies as well. This makes me want to kind of sign up for Honor Club. I have yeah because I really want to watch more of their stuff now. It makes and me want to go back and check it out. I've seen some of it for sure, but I always felt like they were just like they kind of look like backyarders to me, and I mean that in like a positive. Yeah, because they had this rough look, but I feel like they're also two guys that like. As smart as the wrestling business is, no one really got that they were characters. Yeah. They just slid into this real-life version. Because yeah. now that you're seeing more stuff come out about Jay, you realize he was a really good guy. And his yeah. brother, too. And yeah. it was just such a... I mean, he had a beautiful family. And just, a, I mean, one of the worst situations. I couldn't imagine his wife getting a call like that. I mean, it's just... It's so sad. Uh, yeah. I mean, and not to mention, I mean just adding, adding that extra layer of the kids being in there. You know, if you hear about your husband, you're probably worried about the kids as well. I mean, I can't imagine the trauma that goes along with that. Well, and that's the thing is with, you know, especially the daughter going into emergency surgery, she's probably had not had time to properly grieve. Right. The husband, you know, yeah. because it's like, she's worried about the kids right yeah, now. And, and, yeah. And that's, and that's just a super sad thing. And then on top of that, the, the trauma that the kids are going through being that they were in the truck as well. I mean, just just a horrifying, horrifying incident. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's it's super sad. Um, I know that there's a uh, it's not a GoFundMe, but it's a crowdfunding type thing up on online now, where I think they've already raised like two hundred thousand. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I was really I was really happy. A lot of the uh, a lot of the wrestlers really jumped in and and put in a lot of money. Yeah, I was happy to see that. It's just. I and in a weird way, I feel like because there's been such a divide in wrestling, mm-hmm. this is like a like everyone's been positive on this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it, where it's. I, I mean, I've not heard one negative thing about Jay Briscoe right since this, and it's just, I think it's it's now kind of shown that they're actually really good guys, and that yeah. a lot of people kind of just believe their characters. I I had heard WWE was never going to touch them, mm-hmm. and it's like, why not? Right, yeah. I think because they believed that's who they were. Yeah, and you know, and I, I saw a little story about Gerald Briscoe because uh, I guess he had met them when they were in FCW. I guess for like a month or something like that, and he talked about how much he really liked him too and all that. And, uh, but but I, rem- I also remember a promo that the Briscoes did a long time ago about WWE like never wanting to have anything to do with them because. He said they were, I think Jay said they were too ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> WWE didn't think they were pretty enough to be in WWE. That's why they're good. Right. I mean, like it would Sometimes be, you need those ugly guys. Well, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I heard Mark got his teeth knocked out. He just never got 
you know, anything to replace him because it makes his look. And he makes Jay look like a good-looking guy. <laughs> I know. I mean, so <laughs> I don't know. I think that's kind of part of the deal is, like, they're just these rough and gruesome-looking rednecks. I think that's the that's the beauty of it, though. Well, not to get off topic, but that's what makes Butcher so good. Yeah. is I mean, he's an ugly guy. You know, he's like you've mentioned it before, he's not trying to win a beauty contest. And sometimes I think you need those type of guys in your on your roster. And I think the Briscoes would have been a perfect fit. Well, I was watching an old Royal Rumble. And uh, it was like from 08, and they had Snitsky in there. Yeah. And Umaga. Yeah. And this is when Snitsky like shaved his head. So it's like, hey, let's make the guy uglier. Right. And he kind of had yellow teeth anyway, but then they like over accentuated and made him like damn near brown, yeah. which was just a, a bit much. But yeah. But like uh, Jim Ross was like, I want to see Snitsky and Umaga go at it. And I'm like, that, that's probably not going to be a great match. But it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's see these two <laughs> big freaking monsters start slugging each other. I don't know. There's something about that, right? Like right. you said. Like the butcher, he's a great character because, to me though, like he's not generic to anybody else. He's very much himself. Yes, and there's something about that. Like that guy's awesome. Well, because when you think about pro wrestling, like the the epitome of pro wrestling is a really good looking guy who's super jacked and just perfect looking, body oil shaved, all that shit. But like when you got guys like the butcher and the Briscoes and like you mentioned Snitsky, these guys stand out mm -hmm. because they are kind of like ugly. Mm -hmm. And it's great. Well, I remember uh, Sabu the first time I saw him. Oh, yeah. Like, so ECW just came on to TNN. And so I didn't really know a lot about it. Mm -hmm. I'd seen Rob Van Dam, and I thought, that, that guy's cool. Yeah. You know? And so I see Sabu. He's wearing the genie pants. He's got the turban or the headdress and all these scars. And at mm -hmm. the time, the storyline was like, he's banned in America. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, and I mean, really, he's just a wrestler. But right. he, he's covered in scars, and he just looks scary. And there was something about that that was just like, Damn, you buy into that. And I think that's the uh, look, look, uh, Bruiser Brody, Abdullah the Butcher, all those yeah. guys. There's something about them more so than just like, you know, wrestling where it's like, wow, these guys are these guys are great. Yeah. Did you see the uh, promo that Jay and Mark had cut a few years back about Terry Funk don't wear no mouthpiece? Uh -uh. So I guess they were feuding with uh, Kyle O'Reilly and um, what's his name? It wasn't Bobby Fish. It was... Uh, Davy Richards. Okay. And they were kind of, you know, jujitsu guys, MMA enthusiasts. And so I guess Davy Richards was doing the mouthpiece, mm -hmm. which is more prevalent now. But at the time, you didn't really see that a lot in pro wrestling. Sure. And so they're in their barn, you know, scooping up chicken shit and stuff. And and, and Mark's in the background kind of just messing with stuff. And I think that was the beauty of the promos is like, I remember a couple of them, they act like they didn't know how to work their phone. Yeah. And like that to me is like, Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you would look at them and think that they, they're stupid. Right. But I think, again, that they were able to steer into that and really make themselves marketable. Yeah. And uh, he's out there messing with stuff. And, and they're like, yeah, Davey Rich, you think you're a tough guy because you wear a mouthpiece? And Mark's like, hey, Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece. <laughs> said, Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece. Yeah. Bruce Brody ain't wearing no mouthpiece. And it was just like, that's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but it's. It's so true, though. Like, you're kind of, like, taking a guy wearing a mouthpiece, like, oh, that guy's tough, but you're, like, reversing on him. Like, no, you're a pussy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's good shit. Right. Like, but that, to me, is where I think the, the worst thing about this is that the Briscoes never got that mainstream television um, showcase because I think for a lot of people to not see them is a travesty. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and my my biggest question, I kind of wondered this at the beginning of, of AEW, is why didn't they ever really bring them on. I mean, you talk about a good opponent for the Young Bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would have been great because the Young Bucks are like, you know, the handsome-looking guys. I mean, you know, they're kind of the epitome. They're the Rockers, you right. know? Yeah. I mean, that's so, kind of... It's the Rockers and, like, you know, Haku and the Barbarian, right? Right. I mean, it would have been a... Kind of would have been a great, you know, rivalry. And so it's it's kind of strange to me that, you know, uh, it took so long for AEW to appreciate them. Well, and I, again, I go back to something. We kind of talked about this off air, and I don't think it was that. I had heard, for whatever reason, that um, Warner didn't want them on their television because of comments Jay had made on A Twitter. Ago. Yeah, in like 2013. I think it was something to do with, I don't want anyone teaching my kids about you know, gay marriage or something. Right. Or, or basically saying that that's okay. Um, I remember when that happened, I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. Yeah. And I know he apologized for it. And then I even donated his earnings for like the next couple of weeks to an organization. Mm -hmm. So, and he even you know made a statement like this was a character-based tweet, mm -hmm. you know, from Jay Briscoe, the redneck 
character, not who he really was. Right. I feel though, a lot of people didn't buy that that wasn't his who's like that his character wasn't just him. Yeah. And I and I always kind of I figured the volume was turned up, but I didn't. You know, everything I've heard is they were soft spoken, laid back guys would do anything for anybody. Just good, good human beings, very family oriented, and that's not exactly what you see, right? On you know when you see their characters, but that's who they were, and so I don't know, like, but does Warner hold a grudge like that for that long over comments he made on Twitter? Yeah, I mean, does that make sense to you? No, it definitely doesn't. And like you mentioned off air, especially when they have the slap fights going on right now. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, like I feel like there's been a lot worse stuff from other people come out than that. Yeah. And, and there have been welcome back to television and such. So it's like, well, Hulk Hogan, that's the, I mean, I right. mean, ultimate warrior, right? You know, like a lot of that, I think got like, no one even real, really remembered or knew that it happened. Right. And so it helped Vince McMahon, you know, been back on TV multiple times. I'm sorry. Sexual assaults worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's, and like that's and his is almost kind of, was kind of celebrated. Like he kept yeah. showing up on TV. Mm hmm. And he got a really big pop every time. And, and I think if the pop was kind of more like. I think it was more for the music than for him. <laughs> well, I think it's also just because, like, they knew he was doing it to be like, I'm Vince McMahon, damn it. Right. You know, and. Well, but, like, it's, you know, that, that music in itself, though, like, when you hear that music, you can't help just to be like, oh, my God. Because he didn't show up a lot. Right. And I think because of what was happening, he just kept showing up. It's like, okay. Yeah. You know. So. But I, I, it makes me wonder why Warner wouldn't, like, why did they hold on to this so much? It, it could be because that guy, you know, Jay Briscoe is not a um, household name. And so they probably feel like that they can bully him a little bit. He's not a well-known commodity. Right. And so they probably feel like, oh, well, no, he's, we, we don't need that. You know? Yeah. Probably. I mean, but. Like you, you mentioned the slap fight thing. So I, I saw Chris Nowinski put some stuff out there about that because obviously his career ended yeah. early due to concussions. And I know he he spearheaded a lot of inf a lot of stuff on the Chris Benoit situation. Well, he's and, like a neuroscientist now, isn't he? Yeah, and he's kind of like the first guy that kind of realized like what CTE is and signs of it and things of that nature and how it can kind of a you know essentially affect your you know your personality, which didn't seem like you know. After before Benoit, I don't think anyone ever thought that. Nope. And so he's like, "Here's the thing with boxing; it's a sport. You're trying to evade punches to the face. You're trying, you know, to this. Right. You're just hold, like waiting for a, a direct shot right to the chin. Mm -hmm. And he's there was something about it coming from the side, which is more devastating, I guess, because you know when that jaw hitches like that, I mean, it's yeah, that's a knockout. Yeah. Now, I've seen these slap fights before, like they've been on YouTube and, you know, things of that nature. But and I'm not saying that it's not entertaining to some degree, but why would we put this on television? I, I, I don't think it should be a sport. Like it, it's not. I mean, right. It, it's not to me. It's not a sport at all. Like it doesn't feel like but it's, well, right. it's something drunk college kids do. Right. To me, like this is almost I remember. Um. Years, we were, I think we were in high school, and I had first heard of bum fights. Yeah. I told my dad about it, kind of thinking it was funny, and he was like, mm, that's not funny. Right. And he kind of explained, he goes, here's the thing, is like these guys have nothing, and people are paying them to fight each other. Yeah. Think about like how just morbid that is. Degrading. And then when you step back and realize, like, oh, shit, like, yeah. that is not a good thing. Yeah. He said he knew a, a kid in high school who would pick up a homeless person drive them to the other side of town and drop them off. And he thought it was funny. Yeah. And it's just like, man, that's a shitty thing. That's like purposely going out of your way to be a prick. Yeah. And, and so like with, uh, you know, bum fights or any of this stuff and then the slap fighting competition, like it's, I don't know, man, it, it's when MMA first hit the scene, there was a lot of talks of it being barbaric and things mm -hmm. of that nature. And, there's probably some truth to that for sure, but like this is a totally different thing. Well, yeah. Well, again, going back to MMA, like MMA is trying to best each other, like kind of like boxing. You're trying to evade punches, you're trying to evade kicks, you're trying to block, you're trying to catch them in submissions, and it's a quick tap out as soon as you get somebody in a submission. 
So or the like, referee stops it because he right. realizes you're stuck. Right. And so it's that makes a lot more sense for it to be a sport. Slap fighting, you're you're standing there. Like and and holding like they're holding a stick behind their back. And that might have been I don't know the specifics of that. I, I don't know if that's just to make sure your hands don't come up or I don't know. I, I I've only seen clips. But it, it just I don't see the appeal of that. Like I know that's a big thing in Russia apparently is what I've read a lot of comments on is that that's a sport in Russia now or it has been for a while. But I I see zero appeal to that. And it's wanting it's I I mean and that's another thing too I've talked to my dad about. He goes, you know, we with a lot of this stuff is real barbaric. He said you're getting very close to like Roman Coliseum. Yeah. You know, like where it's like, hey, fight to the death for our entertainment. And that's right. not a good thing no. at all. No. And I feel like this is kind of, it's not that far, obviously, but it's like the whole point is for someone to get knocked out, right? That's what you're hoping for. Yeah. Not a good idea. I mean, because how else do you judge a slap fight? How else do you decide who's a winner unless somebody gets knocked out? That would be the way, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no, like, point system. You know what I mean? Because you're making contact no matter what. Yeah. It's not about who gets more hits. I mean, it's it's literally about who's going to knock out the other guy first. And that's, it's like a direct shot to your head. It's not good. No. And, and that's where I think a lot of people have been like, hey, this is not a good thing. So why do you think... In the mind of the... I mean, obviously, we can't get into the mind of the executives that make these decisions but hey we want to honor our lost brother here yeah well he said something stupid you know mm-hmm. all these years. it's kind of it's like james gunn right yeah like I'm, I'm sure people can bring that back up every time he releases a movie but it's like it's over it's done he's apologized yeah like what else can we do we can't well, that's just it like short race but- him from history Short of rape and murder, I feel like people can be forgiven and we can move move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I feel like if somebody says something a little off color, because I can tell you I've said some things that were off color. I it, think we all have. Right. right. Well, it, I also think like me and you in high school, the things we, some things we used to say, granted it pales in comparison to what other people say, but at the time it was more socially acceptable. Right. And and it's just one of those things like it's it's not a big deal. Like it. It might feel like a big deal. You might get your feelings hurt, but like get over it. It, it so, to me, it's, it's not even about them. Like caring about what he said. They just don't want any backlash because they, I think they know the second they do this, someone will come and be like, Hey, well this guy's, you know, it's cause that's what people do is they bring up the past and they drudge up the past. Of course. But like people aren't going to cancel Warner brothers and discovery. Well, of course not. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to cancel TBS. Like, you can't. I mean, it's just silly for them to to go that route and ban AEW from doing a tribute show. Yeah, just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I uh, I will say I had heard on NXT when the news broke there was talks of doing some type of a funeral segment. Yeah, um, with new, the new day. day with the new day. Yeah, and I guess those two and Sean because Big E's still out. Those two and Shawn Michaels kind of got together and decided to just nix it. Yep. And they actually did a little um, moment for Jay on NXT, which I thought was really classy. I did too. I thought that was really cool because, you know, obviously he didn't wrestle on NXT, but yeah, I think it's still cool to put over someone who meant a lot to the industry. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. Like the more you think about this, the more it just doesn't even seem like real, right? Like the, the car wreck and stuff. Cause I've, I lost a family member when I was very young to a car wreck. I didn't really know the individual. He was one of my cousins. But it's just one of those things I think it you start to think about how serious a life-changing event can be from a car wreck. And I think it's a reminder to all of us because we've all done it. Yeah. We've all been distracted while we're driving. But, man, it's just please pay attention, you know. Absolutely, yeah. When you're operating a car. Very, 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 very sad situation. Yeah. And even in his situation, probably wasn't doing anything wrong. Probably just driving his daughters. But someone was and yeah and that's that's where being a defensive driver like really comes into play too because yeah. i mean it's it's very important to like pay attention to people who are, aren't directly in front of you too you know because it's you never know and he, i'm sure he didn't assume and, and that he was going to swerve into his lane that's you know? the thing i'm not like trying to say he's at fault but like it's no, just no. it's one of those things like anything can happen when you're on the road like as silly as it sounds like 
it is dangerous just to drive back and forth like mm -hmm. and because you legitimately never know especially the higher speed you get mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah i know um and, and he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and i'm not one to like put that a, make that a big thing but i know one thing my dad always talked about was seatbelts and how good he thought they were because my dad was a fireman and he mm -hmm. ran first responder for so long and, I, and my dad's pretty low-key but he used to always get really mad when people would say, well, I heard seatbelts do more harm than good. He's like, really? How many car wrecks have you seen? Yeah. Well, I've seen a couple. I've seen a hundred this year. Not one situation did the seatbelt do more harm than good. Yeah. And, the, and like, they didn't really have an answer for that. Like, that's one of those things, like, I'm sure. He's like, you know, you just, you couldn't imagine seeing a guy going 70 and get launched out of his car. Right. Like, I mean, it's just, and I don't know the situation here, but. It's just one of those things like, you know, you got to gotta always prepare because it's a dangerous world out there. Well, and I remember when when you and I first started driving, like, I didn't really like wearing my seatbelt mm -hmm. because I felt like they were uncomfortable. And now it's like, I feel like extremely uncomfortable driving without it. Mm -hmm. Like I the other day, I you know, like not even a mile away from my house, there's like a little recycling bin. And I just hopped in my car real quick, started driving down the road. Didn't have my seatbelt on. I was like, oh, fuck, this feels so weird. <laughs> so I just put it on. I put it like, I'm not even going a mile down the road, but it's yeah. like, I still feel way more comfortable with it on. Well, when I was working at the car dealership I worked at, we had to move cars a lot. And so I just got in the habit of not putting it on because I'm literally in a parking lot. Right. And it's it's like, it's so annoying to have to put it back on, you know, and mm -hmm. all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good idea. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not telling people what to do. I've never liked people to tell me what to do. So I, I don't ever try to to do that. But I think it's just one of those things. It's there to protect you. Well, and, and in this situation, I have no problem telling people what to do. I mean, put your damn seatbelt on. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable, you know, deal yeah, with it. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very, very sad situation. Um, to kind of, kind of go to a different direction, you know, so we don't spend the whole episode talking about sad stuff. Um, hangman, Adam page cut a little backstage interview. Um, on dynamite this week talking about how he needed to uh to right some wrongs and people were assuming that he's talking about cm punk do you think that's what he was talking about or do you think that's a swerve from the company uh you know i don't know maybe i mean i i'm at the point like cm punk might end up coming back i really don't know like do you care i don't see i think that's the problem i don't really care either i'm I, so I, uninvested in aew right now i think i'm just uninvested in that whole situation yeah you know where it's like to me, AEW, what was cool about it was it was an alternative. Yeah. And it was really cool to see different guys get opportunities. And and I still think it can be that, but it's like, I don't care about this. You know, yeah. and I feel like, you know, that 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 rose has kind of lost its bloom a little bit to me. Where it's a not bit. it's not as exciting anymore. Yeah, and it's and and I think uh, a lot of it is a lot of the things they've done and continue to do has kind of grown tiresome for me and I, I, it's been a while since i've watched so maybe they have stopped but like the constant jabs at wwe mm. the constant mentions of wwe even mjf you know like constantly talking about the bidding war and stuff like that it's like let's just stop like this is this is, this is a dead horse y'all keep poking at well i think the worst thing you can do is consistently bring up the competition right. I, I was never a big fan of when uh other companies did that, mm -hmm. you know, like whatever it might have been, like the billionaire Ted skits. I didn't really get those at the time. No, we were pretty young. But looking back on it, it's like, well, that's pretty lame. Yeah. You know, and Bischoff giving away results of Raw. Why? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I've always been a big believer in focus on what you're doing, not what anyone else is doing. And, why, why worry about that? I, I don't I don't really get that, I guess. You know, and I just found out the other day that one of the results he gave away was the the higher power. I didn't realize that Did he? Yeah. It was uh he it was like I don't even remember. I must have just stopped watching Nitro at the time because he he already had gray hair. Yeah. And but he was like he's like, Yeah, they're doing the higher power gimmick over there. He's like, I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but it's uh VK. Or, you know, he said, VM is his initials. And and Tony Schiavone said, like, oh, it's him, huh? And he's like, yeah, they just keep doing that same old shtick. I'm like, 
Like, I, I had no, I had no knowledge of that. I didn't either. I'd never heard that before ever. No one's ever brought it up or anything. Like all, the only one they've ever brought up is the, um, Mick Foley one. Yeah. And, and I've heard random ones where he would say like, Oh, so tonight, you know, over on the, you know, yawn factory, you know, the world wrestling federation, we have Fatu versus Isaac Yankum. And he'd kind of just go down the card. Right. Not that exciting. I mean, to me, the point of wrestling was never the finish. Right. It was always like the match, which I think sometimes is lost on casual fans because I don't know if you've ever tried to, I don't want to say introduce wrestling to someone, but watch wrestling with someone who's not a fan. Mm-hmm. What's the first, the first thing they always ask, well, who do you want to win? Yeah. I'm just watching the match. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to see the match. Yeah. Well, who do you want to win? I don't care. I'm just, I want to see the match. Like, right. I, and I think sometimes people don't know how to react to that because they don't understand if yeah. you're if maybe if you're not a wrestling fan, it's just not something you can get. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no idea either, but yeah, I just, I found that to be pretty interesting. And like, if I would have heard that from Eric Bischoff, if I was watching nitro at the time, I'd be like, oh, I got to see this. Exactly. Same with the Mick Foley thing. Like that would have made me turn the channel. Well, I think the Mick Foley thing, it did make people turn yeah. the channel. Yeah. But like along with that same line, it would have done the same with the higher power thing. I'd have been like, really? Vince is the higher power. I got to see this. So I remember that being in like mid 99 when that happened. I have no idea what was going on in WCW at this point. Nope. Not a clue. So it was already kind of on its downward spiral at that point. <laughs> What'd you think of the higher power deal? I know that's, that's like, it was me, Austin. Yeah. Like it's been a, an overplayed segment. What'd you think? I, I, I really enjoy it. Like I thought the corporate ministry was silly. Yeah. Um, well, I, remember, I loved their theme music though. I remember the ministry of darkness was really, seemed really cutting edge. Yes. At the time. And then like takers burning teddy bears and handed yeah. it to Vince. And he's all like, Aah. yeah. <laughs> That was kind of goofy right. when you go back and watch it. But at the time, it seemed legit. Yeah. And um, and then Taker would say, I, you know, I answer to a higher power. And I don't know. I feel like he mentioned that every week. It was just here and there. But I never really made the calculation that that was going to be like an entity. Right. And I, I think everyone just kind of thought that was like the devil. That's what right. he was talking about. And then, like, I remember the higher power coming out on Raw and revealing himself to Austin. And he's flipping out and well and they all thought it was going to be shane because i actually watched that segment recently because i wanted to get the lines down for no holds barred nice. um but they thought it was going to be shane and then like you could he had the microphone to his face and like like uh shane was talking on it and then uh but then like shane comes out from the back so it wasn't shane and then like they showed vince on the titantron like, i remember that because th- that night i think he challenged the higher power to yeah. a fight. Yeah. I want to go no holds barred with the higher power. Yeah. And, and so you just think, oh, okay. Which might have been the, the swerve the whole time. Right. And so and then shortly after that is when he uh, unveiled himself. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. That, that face he made, though, when he did that reveal. Oh, And yeah. then the Jim Ross line. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Jim Ross lines ever. Yeah. And then, uh, you all bought it. Even my immediate family bought it. And then of course they're like, how could you kidnap Stephanie? And all this seems like it's just business. Right. (laughs) (laughs) At the time though, that seems so dark, but it it was so silly. I know. You know, isn't that, isn't that weird how like your perspectives change over the years? Yeah. Well, it just becomes more campy the older we get, you know? Yeah, it really does. But, yeah, the corporate ministry, I think that's when uh, Taker, I, I was watching a clip on TikTok of his, uh, him talking about his character and mm-hmm. kind of going to the American badass. And he's like, I felt like I was getting stale. And I'm like, I think that moment was probably when he realized it because early ministry, I thought he was doing pretty well. Yeah, because he was like a cult leader during that time. The, and then, the throne and the robe yeah, and all that, was that stuff. badass. Yeah, um, kidnapping people, beating the shit out of them, and all of a sudden they're, it's his new minion. It's like holy crap. Yeah. yeah, and the and I'll be honest, I didn't like the American Badass. I mean, I think I did at the time, but like looking back, that's my least favorite version of the Undertaker. It, it was a weird one. Like, yeah, I liked the long haired version of the American Badass, but the minute he like cut his hair really short, like I'm like, ugh, that's terrible. It was a weird time. Yeah, because I remember the first. When he first showed up, it was kind of cool because yeah. he still had the long jacket. Yeah, but now he had the bandana. Yeah, and the sunglasses, and it's like okay. 
I think when he was like doing like the jeans or like the leather pants and like the the vest, it was better. And then when he went to like the singlet and leather pants, I was kind of going, all right, I don't know. Yeah. And he still rocks that singlet leather pants to this day. I mean, well, not to this day, but that was like his final version of his gear. It was. I always preferred him in the in the. I think his best look, besides like early Undertakers when he did the singlet and the long pants. Yeah. Like, but with tights, I don't know. The leather pants never looked right to me. It always looked weird. No, and like, I'll still never think anything's better than his like black and purple look. Yeah. Uh, from back in the day. But the shirt like, and the pants. Now, the look I did like uh, was from his match with AJ Styles that was in the cinematic match. The Boneyard match. I actually really liked that look. I felt like, well, because they had the leather vest. So yes. the, I think the pants look weird because you're wearing the tights. Top. Yes. That's what made it look weird. So if he would have had like some kind of almost like a shirt on, like with the leather pants, it probably would have looked better. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. I think that like singlet tank top just looks funny. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes that, that looks okay. Like to me, it looked fine on Nash. Yeah. Yeah. For, you're right. Yeah. For him to wear a singlet top and then like the And that could pants. be, that's all we knew from him too. Cause he's, that was like his gear from diesel all the way to the end. Well, and what's funny is I heard him say in an interview one time he was doing a house show and he forgot his pants. Uh-huh. So he just had to wear a singlet and he goes, there's a reason I wear them pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. Speaking of Nash, man, he kind of scared the wrestling world this week. Yeah. Um, what'd you think about that, man? Like, see, so he makes these comments on his podcast about, I don't want to say teasing, but like kind of like alluding to the fact that he might be ending his life. Because of the loss of his son. Yeah. He said it had been 12 weeks, which was kind of hard to fathom. It didn't seem like it's been that long, but I still don't even know what happened to his son. Did they ever really announce that? I never found out what happened to his kid, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I can't imagine what he's going through. He lost one of his best friends in Scott Hall. Yeah. And then loses his son. I mean, like... Within months, right? Yeah. Like, dude, he's got to be, like, just going through it in his head. Yeah. And so, I mean, I personally wouldn't be joking about, like, a gun in my mouth. Um, But I know a lot of people said, like, that's just per- his personality. That's the way he jokes. He's very sarcastic. It's like... I feel like, for me, I feel like I'm pretty sarcastic, yeah. you know? But, like, I feel like, for me, that's a line... I wouldn't cross. It's a, um, you could, I mean, I don't know Sean Oliver that well, his co-host, but I, I remember him from like, he did the kayfabe commentaries DVDs back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he didn't seem to take it as a joke. Right. When he's like, hey, he, hey man, you can't talk like that. You own guns. Like, and he probably knows Nash way better than most everybody else does. Right. But it, it was one of those things where it's like, man, that's really just not a, probably not a good thing to say, yeah. you know? And, and sometimes, too, I think when you're dealing with grief, having things like a podcast could be a bad thing because that's like, like, I remember Mick Foley said this, and I thought this was so true. He's like, you know, back in when I was really pissed off, I couldn't wait for a promo so I could kind of unload. Yeah. Now I have Twitter, and that's what people do. They unload on Twitter, and that's not always a good thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's a good point. You know, and I think sometimes when you have these devices to uh, to unload your your feelings, it's not always a good thing. No, definitely not. So I, I think he's doing better. He I guess there was a wellness check, and hopefully that maybe opened his eyes. Like, hey, probably shouldn't say stuff like that. He said he was joking, and like you said, maybe that is his personality type, but yeah. it's uh, it's not a good thing, you know? No, definitely not. And I, like, I would be, like, I mentioned this on Twitter. I'd be, I feel like I'd be pretty devastated if I found out that he killed himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, Absolutely. like, like him, and the, uh, him and the rest of the clique, like, kind of helped raise me a little bit. They might not know it, but they did. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, I mean, we grew up with those guys. Yeah. And so it's, um, that would be like pretty tragic for me if that happened. Well, I know we brought up Hulk Hogan earlier and I, I saw a clip on TikTok. I, and I don't know where this came from, but it was him talking about, he was doing an interview about the racist comments that he'd made. And he talked about how he was at the lowest point of his life and he was contemplating suicide. And that's an, again, like that's not an excuse to go on a racial tirade. That's like a told, you know, yeah. It is what it is, but he was when him saying that's kind of thing like, man, that this is Hulk Hogan, you know, like this is this he was pro wrestling for all those years, right? How crazy would that be if that 
was the case here. You know, that's the just, way he wound up. Yeah, and and you know, like we're unfortunately in a period where we're going to see the death of you know, yeah, a lot of these guys. Like we already lost Macho Man. You know, yeah. like a lot of these guys. We you know Scott Hall, Piper, yeah, Dusty. I mean, mm-hmm. guys that we grew up idolizing. It's just uh it's a sad thing, man. Bobby Heenan. Yeah, yeah. That was a rough one. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And there's, a, I mean, like the older we get, the more we're going to see it. And that's what sucks, you know? And so like, I definitely, if I, if I ever hear that Nash has passed away, like the, uh, that's not the way I want to hear that he went out. No, definitely not. And I mean, he seems like he's a guy that definitely takes care of himself, keeps himself in good shape. And so yeah. hopefully, hopefully he stays that way. It's just, uh, I think sometimes you got to find other outlets, you know. Yeah, and for sure. I don't know, man. It's just it's just sad. Like I, I've, I couldn't imagine trying to get through a podcast week to week like he's doing. That would be tough. But at the same time, you have to kind of do something because mm-hmm. then you just sit there and do nothing, and it's also probably not healthy. Like it's a, yeah, it's a tough situation. I definitely, uh, I couldn't imagine what he's dealing with right now. Yeah, me either. Sad, sad thing, man. Um. <clears throat> Is there anything else you wanted to to talk about this week? Man? Let's let's end it on something a little bit like non death related because Perfect. we've I'm talked about death a lot in this episode. Too much, probably. Um, so I got HBO Max. Well, okay. I went ahead and got it again. Look and at you, big spender. Here's I know fifteen dollars <laughs> a month. Uh, I went and the reason why is because I feel like I've talked about this. But I don't know if I've talked about it on the show or not, but like my daughter had knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's been about two weeks now and she, as, as we're recording, she's at her first session of physical therapy. Mm. Um, but she randomly got on a kick of wanting to watch everything DC. Okay. And I'm like, hell yeah. You know, I love DC. Uh, that's my girl, right? right? Yeah. I love Batman. Love all that shit. And, um, so she's like, can we please get HBO max? And I'm like, okay, well, just because you're kind of stuck on the couch or in your bed for the next month until your knees better, we'll go ahead and get it. I was like, I'm not going to promise we're going to keep it, but like, we'll go and get it for at least a month. And so I did, she has legitimately binged watched like all of the cartoon movies from Batman. Like, and she's like in love with it. Like what's her favorite. Um, she was a really big fan of there's this, actually this new one that just got released this year. Um, Battle of the Super Sons, maybe? I haven't watched that one yet. So she watched it, and then she watched it with me, because I was like, I've never seen it, and I didn't even know about it. But we watched it. It was really pretty good. Like DC's animated movies are actually kind of underrated. I still think yeah. Under the Red Hood's one of my favorites. That one's so good. She was a fan of the uh, Judas Contracts. She really liked Teen that Titans one. Titans movie, that yeah. one's good. And, and this, is, this is what I found out, uh, why she wanted to start watching them is she told me that she thinks Nightwing and Catwoman are really hot. And so she was like, I just want to watch all those. Like, (laughs) so, but she's like really invested in all the stories and all that. Um, We sat down and then she watched, um, we watched uh, Batman and Robin because she wanted to watch that because Robin looked like Nightwing in that movie. Like the Mr. Like the Arnold Oh yeah, the the crappy one. But like, how bad was it? You know, it not as bad as I remember, but still pretty bad. And what makes it so bad is... I remember nothing about that movie. What makes it so bad is, one, the nipple costumes. Yeah. Uh, two, all the one-liners from Mr. Freeze. Those are so bad. Uh, and then a third thing is Bane is stupid in that movie. Oh, yeah. Which he is not a dumb guy. Um, but other than that, I mean, and even Batman kind of has some dumb little things that he does, like the Batman card and stuff like that. It's like, okay, that's campy. But I remember Taco Bell doing collector cups. Yep. For that. And I remember like talking to my dad, I'm like, we got to go to Taco Bell. We got a Batman cup. Yeah. And like, so he took me and I got it. I was like, this is awesome. We got to go see this movie. And so he took me and my sister. Mm-hmm. At the time, I thought it was great. Yeah. But it was just a abysmal film. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not definitely still the worst of the four. Oh, yeah. But uh, Uma Thurman makes it all worth it because, mm-hmm. my God, she is a smoke show in that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, so after we watched that movie, I, I said like, okay, so you think Catwoman's hot? Let's watch Batman Returns. I'll show you how hot Catwoman can be. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so we turned that on and she was like, my God, you know, she, she thought, uh, 
uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was pretty great. Oh yeah. Um, I watched that one in a long time either. Yeah. But that's, that's still a great movie. I feel like that's still like one of my favorites of the Batman movies. I agree. Cause I remember that one had a lot of controversy because they actually had a McDonald's toy line, but it was such a dark movie that the toy line Very got, dark got, movie. got recalled and everything. So that was kind of an interesting thing, but I actually like that one better than uh, the original Batman. I agree. Um, here's something funny though. She hates Michael Keaton as Batman. Really? So who's her Batman then? I see. I don't know. We haven't figured that out yet. But Has like, she watched the Christian Bale ones. She hasn't. Uh, but she, she said like that's that's. She's like that's not Bruce Wayne. She's like that's supposed to be Bruce Wayne. I'm like yeah, that's Bruce Wayne. She's like no, that's he's way too small. <laughs> I'm like I'm like right, but like he was he's just a really good actor, and and uh, and so we started talking and we were like who. Who in that time period would be a better Batman? And then we kind of came to the conclusion that in that time period, somebody who was like fit and super charismatic, the best Batman probably would have been Patrick Swayze. You know, actually, I could see that. Yeah. I think he would have been a good Batman. Because he was like, he would have been a great Bruce Wayne, but he's like, he was, at that time period, he was jacked. Like, mm -hmm. for, oh, yeah. for that time period. Super athletic. Yeah, super athletic. He would have been a fantastic Batman in like... He'd have been a good Superman too. He would have got the hair. Yeah, he would have been. But yeah, like that was a casting choice that like we kind of sat there and thought like who would have been better. And Patrick Swayze was the only person we could think of from that time period. Did you ever hear that uh, Robin Williams wanted? I guess he was really good friends with Christopher Nolan. Yes, and he wanted to be a Riddler yes. in one of those movies. He would have been so good. And I guess he even pitched the Mad Hatter, which I'm like, man, he'd have been a good Mad Hatter. Hatter would have been good he'd too. Been a good Mad Hatter actually, because he's so. He's one of the few people I think that could have really pulled that off in like a creepy way because yes. it was such a weird character. Yeah. But man, I was like, man, that'd have been awesome. Robin Williams 100% should have been in that trilogy. Yeah, I agree. Right. But again, I think they kind of like, they can only do so much. They didn't want to introduce too many people, yeah. which I get. You know? Mad Hatter really needs to be in a live action movie though. Yeah. They did him in Gotham pretty well. Yeah, they did. But yeah, I agree. He needs to be in his own movie. Yeah. So. Oh, that's really cool. She's getting into DC. Yeah, I'm happy about it. I think it's a it's kind of something different we can watch that's not Kardashians. You know, I, I dig it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure. You know, is there anything else that she's wanting to dive into? Uh, not that I've heard. I you know I was trying to get her to watch Black Adam with me because that's on there. And oh she, yeah, she won't do it. So I'm gonna have to sneak around and watch that. I guess at some point. Yeah, did I have her check out Smallville? Actually, not a bad show. Oh yeah, she might be into that. Yeah, it's kind of teen drama esque, so yeah. it might might hit her in the feels a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get her to watch the Titans show. Yeah, uh, but she she hadn't checked that out yet. But yeah, they have a lot of good stuff on HBO Max. Again, streaming services are kind of becoming this new thing. But look, what you said something that's very interesting to me. You're like, after a month, we may cancel it. I think that's the beauty of a streaming service. Yes, that no one really does. Yeah, and so like. I know, um, did I tell you about Disney Plus, the issue I had there? Mm -hmm. Well, I, if I haven't said it. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm sorry, I meant no. <laughs> okay, well, I, you know, they changed your subscription from $7.99 to $10.99. Yeah. Which I was like, that's a big jump. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm just going to cancel it. Well, then they're like, oh, you can do $7.99 with ads. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll keep it then. Yeah. And, but, like, that version won't work on a Roku. Oh, God. Which is what my TV has. It's a built-in Roku, so I can't watch it on my TV. And I'm like cancel that's stupid yeah it just made me mad and so i feel like if people did that with streaming services more i think they would probably stop hiking their prices so much because i mean i mean realistically who needs to carry four or five streaming services at any time well right. how much tv are we watching right i well i told the kids i was like i think i'm gonna cancel netflix and then we'll get it back when Cobra Kai comes back or when Stranger Things comes back or when Wednesday comes back. Which is funny because you've been saying that for how long? I know, but like I haven't because every time I think I'm going to do it, a new show pops up. And that's how they get you, right? 100%. But they like... You. They announced today Cobra Kai season six, final season. Final season, yep. And I think uh, Stranger Things is going to have their final season soon too. So really after I thought that, that was already done. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I think there's going to be one more season. Okay. I might be, I might be wrong. Maybe it is already done. I haven't watched Wednesday. A lot of people talk about that. Such though. a good show. If you if you like a uh, creepy, you know, noir type shit, like it's it's really good. I dig that um, the actress made the choice of her not blinking. Yeah, that's such a creepy thing. Yeah, like I was obviously I've seen the dance a million times. It's of just it's just crazy to just that deadpan stare. You yeah, know? she's so good at it. And what's uh, Aubrey Plaza? I don't know if you know much about her. You've talked about her. Yeah, it was a smoke show, uh, but. 
she hosted SNL, I guess, recently, and and she was talking about how like people confuse her with that that girl, and she's like, no matter what you think, I wasn't in Wednesday, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but she does that kind of same thing. She has that kind of deadpan stare to her, and she yeah. like doesn't blink very often. But yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, we could get it. We could, actually that's something we ought to do is do a whole show on streaming services. But I I'm just at a point now where I'm like. I think keeping them all the time is the mm-hmm. issue, right? Like, yeah. I think it's... I forget which ones I have. I mean, like, what do you... Ha- like, so right now, I have... Granted, I... Well, this is another thing, too. It's, it's worth bringing up. My dad pays for Netflix, mm-hmm. but he pays for, like, the family plan. And yeah. I pay for Peacock and... So he probably spends, what, 20 bucks a month on that? S- something like that. But, like, they they said they're cracking down on password sharing, but yeah. we're doing a family plan. Is that... Right. How does that work? I know, right? Yeah. Like, that... I think password sharing is like when you do like a single account, but everybody uses it. Right. Cause I, here's the, here's the deal. Like if my, if my boy can't sign in in Edmond while I'm signed in at home, like I'm canceling Netflix yeah. because that kind of defeats the purpose. Well, I know, um, I had a roommate a few years ago and, uh, we kind of shared streaming services for that reason. And she had uh, Hulu mm-hmm. and I didn't have Hulu at the time. And she's like, well, you can use my Hulu account. I'm like, Oh, thanks. And at that time, if she was using it, I couldn't. Yes, I remember that. And I don't know if it's that way now, but I remember it was then. Yeah, I don't think it is now. I think they, like, allow you to do, like, three or four TVs at a time or something like that. Well, but like you said, isn't that the whole point? So I right. think, in a weird way, a lot of people think Netflix is kind of kind of go away. Like, that whole... Well, dude, it's 20 bucks a month. Like, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, especially when, like, Apple TV Plus is 7 bucks. Disney is nine bucks, ten bucks. It's eleven like, now. Well, okay, but like uh, Hulu's eleven too. Is it that much? I think so. It might be. It might even be more than that. Like because they've increased their prices. But like all these, I, I think they do an ad plan too, where it's like eight bucks or something like that. HBO but Max is like ten or fifteen. H- HBO Max is fifteen a month, and I think they have a ten ninety nine or like nine ninety nine with ads. Peacock uh, is still Peacock five, is, but I do ten. I do ten uh, for, for them ad, too. Ad free, yeah. So I I do ad free for everybody. Um, but like they don't like no commercials. Oh, hell no. I mean, I don't need commercials. Like, you know what I mean? Does that ever piss you off? Cause I've done Hulu where I think before Hulu had to have commercials. Maybe I don't remember. Well, before. that, that was why it was so cheap at the time. But, and this always pissed me off when I would watch something. Cause I mean, commercials or whatever, that's a chance to go do your laundry or whatever. Right. That's how I always looked at it. Go to the bathroom. But isn't it stupid when you see the same commercial, like four times? Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember there was a Macy's commercial that used to air when I'd watch Hulu a lot. It was like a back to school and all these kids are dancing. And I remember it aired three times every break. Yeah. And I'm like, I got it. Right. I, I, I'm aware that Macy's is doing back to school specials. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, like, isn't that defeat the purpose to air the same shit four times in a row? Yeah. And, and here's the thing. In this day and age, I don't need a commercial. If something exists or if I need something, I will Google it to double check to make sure it exists. And then I'll go on Amazon and find it. Like I don't, I don't need your commercial to tell me to buy this. And I, and I understand. Like back in the day, that's kind of how we found information was commercials. Mm-hmm. Like Saturday morning cartoons would air toy commercials, right? Yeah. Like, because that's you know the demographic and McDonald's commercials and things of that nature. But one hundred percent, most of the time we know about it, right? And the thing is, is like Google does at Google does ads. So does Amazon. So like, if you go to search, like. Like, let's see, like, toilet plunger or whatever. You can have Google make sure you're one of the top ones to show up. You can do make Amazon make sure you're one of the top ones to show up. You don't need an advertisement. You don't need to spend all this money on advertisement for right. something that nobody really watches or wants to watch. Well, And that's why I don't get it. Same with YouTube. If there's an ad, like, right in the middle of a YouTube video, guess what I do? I click off of that YouTube video. Yeah. I'm not watching the rest of that YouTube video. Well, but isn't it also weird that Hulu will do ads for other shows on Hulu? Yeah. Like if anything, shouldn't you be getting ads from like other streamings? And I, and I get, maybe that's like, they look at that as their competition, but well, but here's the thing. Like you don't need an ad for that during a TV show. Just put it on the front of your page. Yeah. Like it's your service. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I remember there was a, uh, a movie with Woody Harrelson called lost in London. that used to air again, four times. It was like Macy's lost in London. I mean, it was the same commercial back to back. And I'm like, I get it. Still haven't watched the movie. I don't care. I've seen the commercial <laughs> 45 times now. Right. I don't know. I just, I think that's a really big gap in marketing at this point is they don't really understand how to do commercials. Yeah. Maybe. 
And I and I get that that whole medium has changed, but like the second DVR was invented, you kind of killed the commercial market. Oh yeah, big time. So well, and even now with podcasts, like I can't, I don't even, I won't even listen to a podcast if it's an ad supported one. Yeah, like I'm just like, it's kind of stupid. Well, no, I'm like, I'm at a point now where I'll support my friend's stuff, but I'm not gonna sit there and listen to a Conrad podcast where it's like five ads or something like that. Five ads about about blue chew. I just don't. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And I'm just, that's just kind of like, no, I'd rather listen to independent ones that don't have that shit. It just, and that's a big reason why I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing, because I know there was a period of time we looked for ads and we're trying to find sponsorship. Not real, not a lot, but we were like, oh, that'd be cool if we got ads, but right. Don't need it. To me, it kills the momentum of what you're trying to do. We're, We're trying to have fun with this. I'm not trying to make it a business. Yeah, for real. Well, man, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? That's it. Well, of course, we'll uh, plug it up real quick. Make sure to check out our podcasting buddies, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast and Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, the Ringside Rant with RJ, the Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson, and the Marbles with Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR, Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker, Tales from the Estate with Drew Vensel and his wife, Caitlin. I got to bring this up. White Castle. Yes. You never had it. Never had it. I mean, I've had the frozen ones that you can buy, that's and they're terrible. So I, I haven't heard it yet. Were they putting over White Castle? I, that's why I don't know, because I haven't listened to it yet either. Because someone was like, oh, you got to try it. It's so good. I think it might have been Hoker. Yeah. And I'm like, I've had it twice. It made me sick both times. Yeah. And I want to believe that it's really good. But I just know that I would smother the shit out of them in ketchup. Well, okay. So we had it in St. Louis. There was one around the area mm-hmm. we're driving back from a show and i'm like dude we got to stop at white castle they're 24 7 yeah everyone's and that movie you know harold and kumar had come out a few years before so it's like oh we got to go to white castle sure i'd never heard of them until that movie came out i hadn't either so they they basically grill the burgers in the onions not a big onion guy see i am i love onions i i like them like onion rings on a burger i don't like them okay it's, it's just that not, not yours not my th- not my thing but here's what got me, and it's actually making me sick just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. The The patties were so greasy that it made the bun soggy. Soggy. See, I don't like that. And I remember, like, taking a bite and being like, mmm, you know, like, that's right. not good. And right. trying to, like, make myself think it's good. Right. I think we've all done that with, like, a movie you like, thinking, like, oh, yeah, that's really good. I really like the movie. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You know, And you knew it sucks, but you're just trying to pretend. Right. I'm trying to eat it. I couldn't do it. And I was just like, this absolutely sucks. Made me sick. Like, legit, like, the runs, I had to stop a couple times on the drive home, which oh was not God. fun in the middle of the night trying to find a pooper. Right. We go there again a few years later. I'm like, I'll be smart this time. I'll do chicken. Okay. Also made me sick. No kidding. Yeah. And uh, there is a uh, a store or a, a restaurant called Crystal. Uh-huh. And uh, it's more like, a, I think, an East Coast thing. They had them in Florida. And I'd always heard that was kind of like the counterpart to White Castle. Similar, you know, stuff. And I remember eating there, and it didn't really make me sick, but it wasn't that good, though. So, yeah. I, And I don't know how similar they are. They did have sliders, so it might be kind of the same thing. I will say this. So this is off topic, but similar. You're talking about East Coast things. I tried In-N-Out Burger when I was in Texas oh, yeah, in I've October. Had, I've tried that one time. I don't see what the big deal is. So the secret menu is probably where it got you. What do you mean? The secret menu. Do you know about the secret menu? I don't. So that's the problem. You don't know about the secret menu. Apparently, it's not as good. But 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 like it's 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 a burger and it's not like there's nothing special about it. It's because you didn't have the secret menu. That's what I was told too. I've I've only had it once. Just ordered a burger and fries. I was like, that's not that good. Well, I mean, it's good, right? But, but it's, it's not that good. It's not Whataburger. It's not Brahms, and it damn sure ain't Arnold's. I'll take an Arnold's burger over that shit any day of the week. So let me, I don't remember. Matter of fact, I might go get an Arnold's burger after this podcast. So it's called the. uh, Why do restaurants have a damn secret menu? I don't know. It's it's been a thing uh, that I I don't know the specifics of it, but people are like, oh, you got to try the secret menu. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know what that means. Like that, that well, to me, that's stupid because like you're I, right. Because how if all you're gonna have is like a burger, double cheeseburger, triple cheeseburger, fries and a milkshake on your menu, and you don't even list that you have all these other items, 
how am I supposed to know? I'm not going to Google shit to find out like, hey, does In-N-Out have, you know, grilled onions? Like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> well, don't get mad at me. It ain't my I, I know, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> no, I, I agree. like the, the, your secret menu is dumb unless you're promoting your secret menu. But then it's not a secret. But that's their fault. Like, no, I agree. I mean, they get less stars on Yelp if they don't promote their secret menu. So we went to a uh, Tony Schiavone like live podcast, like in like 2016, I think it was, or 17 maybe. And uh, at that, um, at the, on that road trip, we went to an In and Out Burger because mm-hmm. it was in Dallas. I had never been there, and I can't remember the specifics of it. I'll have to do some research. But uh, yeah, there's a secret menu and. That's when like it it gets really good, I guess. That's what I was told. I know, I know. I I so it. And this is a weird thing. I never looked at Whataburger as all that great until all the hype came about it because uh-huh. we've it's always been around here, like where we live. Yeah, it's it's always been a thing since we and I've never really liked it until probably about ten years ago. I've always thought it was good, but it never. Well, it, ne- it never like hit like oh Whataburger. It was good, but like I would have picked a Wendy's before I picked Whataburger as a kid. You know what I mean? Like you love them Wendy's fries, don't you? No, I, I like the Wendy's burger. You know what I mean? Like like I love me a so what Whataburger was always greasy to me. Like yeah, and it, it still is. But yeah. like, but the thing about Whataburger that I do like and I appreciate Arnold's is the same way. Is when you get those burgers, it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> like it, you can get a you can get a workout in. You can get some. It's a heavy you, burger. You can, get, you can get some bicep curls in with those burgers. I mean, they are heavy burgers. Yeah. And but like McDonald's could be the same like quarter pound, but like it's like lightweight as shit. See the thing about a McDonald's burger, and I never realized this till someone told me, and I was like, "Wow, you are right." He said, "Eat a burger anywhere else." And then eat McDonald's. It doesn't taste like any other type no, of burger. It doesn't, and that's really weird. But I it's mean, true. And I, I, I believe it's meat, but like, yeah. it's it's uh, it's different. Definitely different. Yeah. So yeah, check out uh, Tales from the yeah. <laughs> Do it. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, we didn't ruin White Castle for you, or the secret menu at In and Out. So if if you guys have heard of that, hit me up because I I think that's the thing. I don't know. We don't have any here, so it's not like I'm gonna. There was room we were getting one at one point. Yeah, and it didn't. I could happen. see one going to the Tulsa Hills, but like. I'm surprised we don't have one actually. I don't know. I have you noticed there's no like uh, Mexican restaurants in? I mean, not Mexican restaurants, Mexican Mexican fast food restaurants in Tulsa Hills. Oh, there's not, is there? There's not like. Where's Qdoba? Yeah. But it's not like fast food drive through. Like I'm talking yeah. Taco Bell, Taco Bueno, or Taco Mayo, or Taco Mayo's. Uh, that's a stretch. We don't see those uh, often. A lot of them have shut down. Um, Taco Bueno's really gotten shitty. Oh yeah, big time. I, I highly doubt we'll see any new ones pop up anywhere. No. Boy, the one we used to have here in, in our town was, like, pretty good back in the day. Mm-hmm. It is, boy, it is meth city now. You know what is not good but, like, has been popping up lately is Del Taco. I don't know if I've had Del Taco in a long it time. Is, it's not very good. I don't remember it. but I don't, uh, I don't like it very much. I know uh, Beer City Bruiser, a good friend of mine, set up in Wisconsin. They had a Taco John's. He said that was always good. I've never seen one around here, so okay. I, don't, I don't know. I've never heard of that. Have you ever had a uh, taco from... Uh, What's that place that killed the guy? What's it called? The bad meat and guy died from it. Not Jimmy John's. Something like that. Dang it. Oh. What's that burger place called? It's a burger place. Oh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. That's yeah, it. I, I have actually had their tacos. They are shit. So I I ordered a... I didn't know they had tacos there. Yeah. I stopped there for lunch one day. And so I ordered a burger and fries. And I'm like, oh, I had a taco. Yeah. And they put like a slice of cheese. For the cheese? Uh-huh. Oh, God. That's what they do. Yeah, it was not good. That, that place is just garbage. I think you only go there because it's either A, close by, or B, nobody in the family can decide what they want to eat. Because they, they have a little bit of everything. Going to Jack in the Box. Yeah, they have a little bit of everything. They have burgers. I think they even have like a little bit of Chinese food. Do they really? I thought, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought they had like egg rolls or some shit like that there. Uh, actually, that sounds right. And maybe they do. Yeah, and, and so it's like literally something for everybody there. Yeah, not not good though. But it's all shit. Oh god, it's so <laughs> bad. Uh, also check out uh, "Wreck My Podcast" with Jordan Zeilinger and his uh, buddies over there. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds, uh, Howling with the Wolf with our pal Jason Wolf, and of course don't forget his amazing Chop Shop over there on Twitter and Instagram, and also give him a follow at the Art of Jason Wolf to see all his amazing artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim at a chair shot. Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with our buddy Richard Yule, and uh, finally Tots with our pal Al Day. And uh, check out our other shows. 
TV toy cast with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. And then it's currently on sabbatical, but uh, no holds barred with Bill Benis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I told Bill I'd give him a call in about a month. I think I'm just going to stretch it out. I need a little bit more me time, Breaker. I get it. I need a little bit more me time. I'm just glad he bothers you and not me. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Check out all of Bane's music, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. And uh, you can find our t-shirts at uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, and uh, watermaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, TV Toycast, Tales from the Estate, Bane. All the podcasting buddies have shirt stores there as well, so support them if you can. Yes. Uh, that's all I got, man. That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. He's easy. I can press the button. I forgot to turn it up. I'm oh, sorry. Damn it. Way to go, Bane. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, cause this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.